Welcome to Cosplay Cafe's podcast. I'm Kendra. And I'm Taylor. It's a pleasure to see you guys back here. Or, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Know that you guys are back here. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So we're just here to talk about our special tea blends through Cosplay Cafe and what they are, why they're named that way, and how they got there in the first place and the process of making them. So... We'll just start out with our custom tea blends that we actually sell in our tea tins. Uh, Cosplay Cafe started with the Pokemon teas. We have three of them. We have water type, fire type, and grass type. And we named them after the types of Pokemon because we didn't want to get sued. But... (laughs) (laughs) Choose your Pokemon. Yeah. Choose your starter. That's basically what we went with. Choose your starter because all the starters usually start off with those three elements. Mm-hmm. And uh, Taylor, when you were a customer, you tried all three of them, right? I've tried all three of them, yes. Oh, um, what were your thoughts? Please tell me. Oh, wow. So take what I say with a bit of a grain of salt because it has been some time. But I do remember the fire type was very – for me, it was one that I really enjoyed warm because it had that little um, – tickle on the back of my throat from the little bit of a chili flake that's in there and it wasn't anything that was too much or that burned or anything but it was just enough to kind of keep you warm and keep you going on a you know a windy a cool day and that was always my favorite it's the thing that makes it stand out in terms of tea well it it, also has licorice root in it so it's a sweet spicy thing which is so funny because i hate licorice but i actually quite like that tea i like i dislike all licorice in all forms licorice root licorice powder Licorice, licorice candy. Um, I, I will tell you, though, that is the hardest tea to mix because the licorice root likes to cling to itself. Is it dried licorice root? Yes, it is dried licorice root. How does it? Don't ask me. Okay. I don't I don't know. You know what? That's science. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next tea. The water type, that one is so refreshing. Um, it's very light. It's very airy. It's one of those ones that you can have a ton of and it's not going to be too intense of a flavor oh yeah but it's also still has just enough flavor that if you only had one cup of it you still get something it doesn't just taste like water (laughs) no even though the name is water type well i mean also most of the water type pokemon are from like the sea so we based it off of the sea instead of just general water because if it was like if if it was just water type i'd just stick water in the tin and call it a day yeah but don't you use um a seaweed? I do. Yes. We use uh crushed up powdered kombu. Uh, kombu is is a Japanese seaweed that they use in a lot of cooking dishes, mm-hmm. and we we used kombu because we were trying to get that sea flavor. Mm-hmm. But honestly speaking, it's really intense when you put too much in there. It's just straight up in your face salt water. Yeah. So the balance of that tea is very delicate. It kind of has to be. But if you guys remember last time we had the podcast, I did mention that Kendra will create teas without tasting them. And this is actually one of them because she's allergic to seaweed. I do taste test them. You No, I know you taste test them, but the pain. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. I, I just get like straight up nausea yeah. and like 
stomach bubbles, you know, like yeah. the the bubbly in your tummy where it's like real gross and then you feel like you're about to go vacate. Yep. Uh, the premises, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I get it. Um, but that's another reason why I'm here, guys. I taste test the things that she can't have. <laughs> when you're here, yeah, yeah. I ask. Yeah. But um, that one's also really difficult, too, because of the butterfly pea flower. Mm-hmm. That one is a pH indicator. I don't think many people know that butterfly pea flower, even though it's just a tea, is a pH indicator. Mm-hmm. So when I add the peppermint in there, it changes the color and we try to make it blue, right? Because it's water type, water type has to turn blue. But honestly, our initial color was turquoise. Mm. So you're going to get a spectrum of colors depending Mm. on how well I blended the tea together. I mean, it's always going to change, Mm. but it could be anywhere from a nice light blue green Mm -hmm. to a really dark blue. Well, that also does depend on, since you did say it comes in the tin, so depending on if the person shakes it up, if they get an equal portion, and when they're making their own tea at home, you're also going to have different uh, colors in terms of that, just because it's so, it's not like you're measuring it out in the moment or something, it's you're kind of taking just a group of it, shaking it, hoping you're getting an equal amount of everything, and then steeping it. Yeah, so uh, usually if you take a good tablespoon of it after you've mixed it up, be sure to mix it up. And really look at the tablespoon, make sure you got equal parts of everything. It should turn out to be around either a nice lightish blue color to a turquoise. It's because of the peppermint. For those millennials out there, shake the tin like a Polaroid picture (laughs) before you try and take the tea out. (laughs) But in terms of the last tea, Mm. my favorite, the grass type. The grass type. That is such a simple tea. It is such a simple tea, but it is so good. Good, yeah. Yes. I know. It's my favorite. Also, the only one that I can really drink with joy. Yes. Please <laughs> remind me again of what is in the grass type because I would love for everyone else to know as well. Well, the grass type is only a three-ingredient tea. Mm-hmm. And it is made with karigane, which is a very high-quality green tea. Mm-hmm. It's not quite sencha, but it's in the bancha family. So if there's any tea nerds out there, you'll know what that is. <laughs> okay, but for the tea nerds that don't know. Bancha, you can't really explain what it is. It's just a type of green tea. All right. It's just a different part of the plant. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, at least now they know it's just a different part of the plant as opposed to what's bancha? (laughs) Honestly, if you really want to look at it, you just have to look it up. There's no way I can verbally explain it to you. So it also has jasmine buds. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think a lot of people know this, but jasmine buds actually have to be picked when they're buds at a very specific time of year before they bloom and become full flowers because the flavor changes. It goes from this nice sweet floral flavor to a horribly bitter monster. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. Yeah. So if, if, you, if you have your own jasmine plant and you've been trying to make tea out of it, there you go. There's a little tip for everyone out there. There is. You, All those botanists and tea fanatics. You want to pick it just before it's about to bloom. It's very specific and you really have to get it right. Mm-hmm. And for the last ingredient, genmai. Mm-hmm. which is roasted rice. And I buy my genmai specifically from Japan because they pop some of the roasted rice. So you get that nice mix of popped rice with roasted rice. And I don't think a lot of people know this either. You can eat it. Yes, you can. You don't have to brew it. You can just straight up eat it. You could put it on your salad. You could put it on any of your dishes that you like. And it's super tasty. Yeah, I, I straight up eat it. I, I really like it, actually. There's um. also a few Japanese snacks where it's just the popped roasted rice. 
and they just cover it in like a like popcorn they cover it in a sugary coating and it tastes delicious it tastes nothing like popcorn don't get me no, wrong nothing like it but it's amazing well thank you for explaining it because, oh absolutely wow it's so interesting because it's such a simple tea but it still has at least in my opinion such complex flavor and i think part of that has to do mainly with the roasted rice at least to me i was trying to go with the flavor of straight up grass and earth but in in a good way you succeeded in a great way thank you so i'm glad that, yeah <laughs> I'm glad that i succeeded no you did um i think about sometimes when i try and think about how i would describe it, i describe it as earthy but not in a dirt eh, way more in a you know when you're smelling like fresh cut grass type of oh way. my god you're, yes you're outside in the woods and you're surrounded by nature that type of earthy and that's the earthy that i love Mm, it's super tasty like not gonna lie honestly if you just want me to sell you karigane it is also an amazingly good delicious tea we love to hear that yeah and this is one that i personally love both hot and cold oh it's amazing cold the, i feel like the flavor changes so much from hot and cold i think that's because of the karigane because mm -hmm. the karigane actually changes flavor when it's hot and cold and it turns bright green which I love because it helps with the whole theme of the thing, the grass type. It's supposed yeah. to be green, and then the fire type is red, and the water type is blue. For the most part, it's, it's some variant of blue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The ocean's never crystal blue either. But we're not, we're not a podcast on science. We're a podcast on tea. <laughs> I mean, we talked about pH indicators, so yeah. I have to have some scientific background here. True, but we don't have to have science on the ocean. Oh, that's true. <laughs> So what other? Yeah. Um, so we have two new tea blends that we have just put in some tea tins. That we do. And one of them I discovered ironically because I was sick. And the other one I actually had to work quite a bit towards. Let's start with miso tea. Miso tea is a th once again a three ingredient tea. It is also one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is made with just straight up sencha. Mm -hmm. And it has orange peels in it and granulated honey so that you at home can brew it and it will be exactly or very similar to the same as when I brew it at the cafe with real honey. When you add a specific amount of honey to sencha and orange peels, that one actually smells like miso soup. But I would like to emphasize, it does not taste like it. No. In case you are concerned about that, it does not taste like it. It is the most sensory, confusing tea I have ever made. <laughs> Because one sense is saying one thing and the other one is saying something completely different because it's a sweet tea, but it smells savory. But I do know one of the other issues you had with that tea was the fact that granulated honey would always go straight to the bottom of the tin. Uh... This, just like the Pokemon types, you need to shake well because the honey will settle at the bottom and then you will get tea that you think is supposed to taste a certain way and then suddenly you go to the end of the tin and then it's overbearingly sweet so mm. please 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 shake the tin first yeah and the tin's not too deep so if you want to just like kind of shake some out and then scoop from the bottom and scoop from the top that also works or why not just leave it upside down and then before you're about to use it just flip it over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on yeah okay our uh next tea which is our most recent kind of hit seller is the elrix blend I love Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my list. You really need to see it. It's amazing. I am smack the middle of fairy tale right now. 
That's a lot of episodes. I am smack middle of fairy tale. I just finished Steven Universe. Steven I need a second. <laughs> too many emotions. Too much. Oh going yeah. On. But um, this one also is a very emotional <laughs> anime, surprisingly. And that's why I need a break. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Take some time before you watch this one. If you honestly, if you still want to watch something before that, well, One Punch Man will do you. I enjoy the snippets of One Punch Man. One Punch. <laughs> So the Elric's blend is made with apples and peaches. It's also made with mamaki, which is a Hawaiian green tea. It's not caffeinated, surprisingly. It's made from a leaf that naturally grows in Hawaii. And then it has lemon peels and hibiscus. Mm. The lemon peels actually help the transmutation of the flavor of the tea. At first, you have that hibiscus kind of tart undertone that hits you, and then you feel the flavor change as you drink it to this nice, sweet, mellow refresher. Mm. It's a pretty big hit, not going to lie. It is a little bit hard to make iced because it is a light flavor, and the apples and the peaches take so long to brew. Because it's a tea saying, it takes anywhere from five to eight minutes mm. to get like real flavor. And this one is very important. If you do brew this and you do not read the instructions, but you are listening to me right now, I need you to brew it at 180 degrees Fahrenheit because you will cook the sugar. It will taste terrible. No, you won't taste anything. Oh. You will cook the sugar in both in... the apples and the peaches. Yep. You will be, you will literally just cook the fruit and you won't taste it. It won't brew. It won't let its essence out into the water. It kind of feels like you're just kind of rehydrating it and you're not getting anything out of it at that point. Yeah, that's, yeah. We do also have one more tea uh, that is finished. It's just not in a tea tin yet. It's called Tuxedo Mask. And that one was made because my brother requested it. He wanted Sailor Moon reference. And for all of those who know who Tuxedo Mask is, he is such a flamboyant rose man. Like, when he appears on the screen, it is just roses. It's drama. <laughs> it is beautiful drama. It is exactly what every young girl imagines her Prince Charming to be. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. So this one is made with a rose black tea. Yeah. Rose-infused black tea with rose petals in it. And then I add... An extra heaping amount of rose petals. How have I had this tea and I've never known? <laughs> How much rose is actually in it? Yes. Uh, I, I honestly don't know because rose is a very subtle flavor. So it's really hard to <laughs> make it brew at the same time as everything else. Mm. So the black tea uh, brews really fast, which is why I also added peppermint. Or if it's not peppermint, it's probably spearmint. It's one of those two mints. I have I've found over the, over the years that if you add peppermint or spearmint to a tea, it's like salt. You can either enhance the flavor, depending on the tea and how much you add, or you can slow down the process of it brewing flavor-wise. Not actually the brewing speed, but flavor-wise, it'll calm it down a little. Mm. So besides it having the rose black tea and the rose petals and the spearmint or peppermint, it also has ginger root. Because he's a sassy little boy. He is a sassy little boy. The personality that he has, you cannot achieve in a tea without a little bit of a kick in there, you know? Just that little bite. Just a little bite. And it blends so well with the rest of the tea. It is quite a good tea. It is a very good tea. Yeah, that one's also really popular. I had somebody come in after they had tasted a sample and say, I used to work at Starbucks. 
and I have never had a tea so well blended before with ginger in it. I was so proud. The highest accomplishment. I know. See, one of my new favorites is sadly one that is not in a tea tin. It is one that has to be made on the spot. Mm. Which one is that one, Taylor? It's the fruits basket. Mm, fruits basket. I love the fruits basket. I'm genuinely trying to figure out how to make that one into an actual, like, loose leaf tea so that I could put it in a tin. But I run into the problem of the matcha. Mm -hmm. Because matcha, just like the granulated honey, it's a powder. If I don't mix it up right or if it's not stirred properly first, it'll all fall to the bottom. And if I add too much, it'll be very bitter. It's a delicate balance with that one. For those of you who have not had this drink before, by the way... It is, um, it is matcha, it is agave, and then it is... It's our um, crimson berry tea. Crim crimson berry tea, yes. Yeah. So it has hibiscus in it, it has cranberries and a few other it's fruits in there. It's a, it's a blend. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tea blend. It's not one that we make, but mm. it, is all, it is very delicious. Yes, um, it is phenomenal. I will admit, initially, I was a bit hesitant because I heard there was matcha in it, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about matcha. There's not that much matcha in it. That's though. the thing. There isn't much, but initially, I was a little hesitant until I officially said, you know what? I need to stop being so afraid of it. I see to try it. Yeah. And... Honestly, it is delicious. I think I had two last time. <laughs> Not just you. I had someone else come back in from the farmer's market be like, I need another. Wasn't it Please. Sarah? It was Sarah. Uh, Sarah, if you're listening to this, hi, and I hope you're doing well. And Tony, I hope you, you, <laughs> Tony. you know that we are doing this. And I hope you're listening because, hi, I hope you're doing well, too. <laughs> Taylor, you're so you're so nice. I care about our customers a lot. I try and make it a thing to remember their names and remember what they like. I'm glad that you can remember names because I am horrible at remembering names. I will remember what drink you get. but See, I'm also terrible at names, but that's why I try and also when we are having a bit of a downtime, I try and get to know them because I know the more I know about them, the easier it will be to remember their name. Yeah, because you have something to associate their name with. Exactly. So I... I try and make that my thing whenever we have a bit of a lull, and I think it's worked pretty well, but... Yes, I remember Sarah came back and she loved her tea. Oh my god, she wanted more. She she was just like, this is delicious. It was great on such a hot day. I would like some more. And she got another one. I I was a little flabbergasted, not going to lie. Well, when you have good tea, people want it. <laughs> I'm a blush. I mean, let's be honest. I convinced one of our friends to get it after he had gotten a coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that. You did. I had him try it. And then suddenly... He was ordering one. <laughs> so our last tea would be Dead Calm, and that one is also a, a, a blend on the spot. It's not something that we can put into a tea tin yet. I'm working on trying to figure out how I can add some sour crystals in there to actually give that lemony flavor instead of actual lemon juice. So that one is a tea that we will be making for ourselves from scratch. The original tea that I'm working on for another tea tin is called Lost Woods. You need the Lost Woods as a base. And then you add some more spearmint to it. And when you brew it, you want to add lemon juice. So that lemon juice that you're adding in there gives that nice zesty beginning. And then it just peters out. Like there's no flavor left in your mouth. It is the dead calm. It is a slice from a sword, from a katana. You have been cut and then you are gone. <laughs> that sounds very intense. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It I mean, it's from Demon Slayer. <laughs> Air. 
actually, that's one that I've yet to try, but it mm. will be the next one. It's the next one on my list. All right. I will definitely have you try it. I am tweaking the original mm. Woods recipe, so it may actually change the flavor of well, that, Dead Calm. Well, that's also why I haven't had it yet. It's because you've been working I'm, on it, and yeah. it's not been one we've really discussed. So we're, I'm just kind of waiting until you have you know, made sure that it is exactly up to your standards. And once it is, that's some, that's what I will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could even have me try it on the podcast and I can do a taste review. Ooh, I'm down for that. That'd be fun. Yeah. First hand account. I'm so close. So close to finishing it. But if anybody actually knows the term Lost Woods, it's from Legend of Zelda. I love Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I'm replaying it on hard mode and uh, I'm winning. Just a little brag there. That's such a humble brag. Oh my god. <laughs> so, are there any teas we must we would like to mention to them? Not yet. We do have a few in the works. Be prepared for some kamehameha. I'm so excited. <laughs> but on that note, oh yeah, we do know that there are some exciting things coming up in the next couple of weeks. Not that we're doing, but that are happening. Out yes. In the world. How many of you have heard about anime? At Fanime, the podcast that had us on before, Nakama Podcast, we're sponsoring them and they will be at Fanime on the Saturday and Sunday with their own panels. This is really exciting because they were invited by Fanime. That's so exciting. I wish I could go. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I won't be here for two weeks. I will do my best to be there on Sunday. So you'll see our Cosplay Cafe stuff there. Also, one of them will be wearing a shirt with our little person Yuki. Oh, and our their mascot. and their little person, which is a dog. Oh, our little mascot. They, yeah, two little mascots That's on so one cute. shirt. It's gonna I be really that. cute. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like I said, I wish I could go, but I hope that everyone has an amazing time and that the panels turn out well. I do too. I hope a lot of people show up to their panel because they are great guys. They're very fun. They're they're super fun. We we had a great time on their podcast. Sal Cruz, I'm talking about you. <laughs> talking about you. Anyway, well, this was exciting. This Absolutely. Was very informative and very fun. Uh, I hope you guys learned a little bit more about our tea and uh, how hard it is to make some of them. I, you guys have now found out that I have no idea what goes into making these teas. I'm literally <laughs> just the verbal spearhead. Yes. But – that's my. That's what I'm on here for. That's what I was onboarded for. So <laughs> I would. You, you fit into your role very nicely. Thank you. And I am learning to brew the teas. Yes, if you not are. Know what's in them? I'm learning to brew them. But with that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys. See ya. See you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>